Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. Today on the pod, we're talking Survivor Australia episodes 16 and 17. Fuck yeah. Blood versus water. And we are just in our, uh, of course, that's Alex Cameron, uh, noted Australian musician playing in the background. From his new album, Oxy Music. Yes. And we are, of course, uh, just always desperately trying to catch up with Survivor Australia. This is the weekend, folks. I hear that we are rounding the corner to the end of Survivor Australia. So this is the weekend in which we catch up. The finale is premiering tonight or maybe tomorrow, but we're right in the pocket. We're going to get it. This is the time. We're going to get it. All right. I just need to put this out there that this episode was rated PG for mild coarse language. Now, are we talking about the episode of Australia or this episode of the pod? Um, This episode of Australia for our episode will be rated PG-13. Isn't that the same thing? I mean, no, because we definitely have more than mild. Oh, they were rated PG. We're PG-13. Yes, because we have slightly more egregious language that we will use. I bet most episodes of all versions of Survivor fall in the PG category. Definitely not G, right? No, no G ratings. Flashing strobe lights and partial nudity. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly how we like it. So there's a lot to talk about on this episode. Oh, yes. Last week, Jesse went home. And that was really disappointing. Big knife in his back. And a bungee in his smuggle. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever the host says in the recap of like Jesse and Sam bungee smuggling, bungee their, snuggle. Their their clue. It is like bungee smuggle, which yeah. I guess bungee means underwear. I guess, or like the elastic of your pants, maybe, or in the crotchal region mm-hmm. of your pants, because there's something that drops down there. I don't know. It's only bungee smuggling if it comes from the crotchal region of France. <laughs> I'm not telling you how it's legit. There are 10 players left. Yes. So the Sam Betrayal. Yes. I will say one Jesse thing. Jesse Betrayal. The Sam Betrayal of dress- Jesse. Yes. I don't like the move. No. But I do on some level appreciate the fact that Sam recognizes that it was a villainous move. Oh, it was definitely a ruthless I want to win a million dollars move. Well, she's very self-congratulatory about it. Excuse me, I do have a cold. So a little stuffy on this episode. But I mean, like she's referring to it as stealing the idol. At least she's very clear eyed and honest on what she's done. I'm glad that she's not like somehow trying to call it something it wasn't or legitimate not that she's delegitimizing it as a move but she's at least not pretending she didn't steal the idol i mean i think at some point she does like finger quote her staying saying steals so i think that gets a little muddy as the episodes go on i agree we have watched ahead and i think that does waver to some degree but at least in the immediate after effect, I think she's even a little surprised that she took it to that level. Okay. And she's pretty open about like, yes, this was a villain move. I just went for it. Yes, I did steal his idol. And I respect it on that level, at least. I wrote down the quote. She's like, I'm normally a nice person. Right. 
is how she addresses it to begin with, which like, okay, you are owning up to like, this was a shit move or, uh, someone later calls it like dodgy or something. Or it's like a real dog, a dog move. A real dog yeah. move. I think a couple people call it that. Fucking love it. Jordy does know that Sam has the idol because Jesse told him as he was being voted off and it's day 31 and this is all kind of about to fucking hit the fan, honestly. Yeah. When we come back from Tribal, there's this like weird moment where Sam, Jordy, and Mark like take a beat and like sit and talk about it. Yes, it's like Sam's trying to manage Sam, Jordy. Yeah, Sam and Mark know that Jordy knows that she has the idol, and that's obviously worrisome for them. They don't want Jordy to start talking about this to everyone, so they do pull him aside. Jordy does make a comment that he agrees that it wouldn't necessarily behoove his game in any way to be vocal about the fact that Sam has the idol. Right. Although that does change very quickly. Very quickly. And it is, it's, I don't know, they're just like, hey, you don't tell anyone what's going on, and we will keep you around, and we'll use the idol to protect you if needed. And he goes along with it at first. I mean, I don't think he so much goes along with it as he pays them lip service. Yes. I, like, really think it's kind of a bullshit thing to be like, oh, we will, like, use this idol for you like of course you're not gonna fucking then you'd give it to him like you would give him the idol that you stole from his brother if you were fine using it for him in jordy's talking heads privately he's saying how he's very protective of his little brother how he knew it was either going to be him or jesse when they went into tribal that he's out for revenge and um just that you know, that he knows that and that Sammy doesn't have a idol that as far as he's concerned, Sam has Jesse's idol. So, I mean, even though you're right, he is taking in this supposed olive branch from Mark and Sam or this like, you know, this maneuver that they're trying to put him into. He is still privately very much not interested in working with them. One hundred percent. And like. Jordy takes to being and becoming one of the singles pretty fucking gracefully. Well, and then there's this moment where Jordy and are you saying Jordy takes to becoming a single gracefully? I think so. Yeah, that's an interesting point, actually, that he, unlike Dave and even I'm trying to think of the other people who have had loved ones voted out. I mean, like less Shay grateful. was a little salty. Shay was a little salty. Dave was like real salty. Yeah, people just, even, like, the prospect, like, the cousins have both gotten, like, really up in arms, even at the idea of a vote being thrown at one of their, you know. Chrissy got really mad when Croc left. And Chrissy was, like, maybe different in that she wasn't, like, outwardly mad at people, but she was just inwardly had a hard time with that. Like, she was kind of down in the dumps for a few days. Khan was upset when his sister was voted off. Khan! We were all upset when Khan went home. So Jordy does, he is, you know, he takes it well. He does a good job of managing his emotions and not being immediately outwardly hostile towards the people that voted Jesse off. Yes. But then he has this moment when he's in the water with Sam and he kind of like starts poking holes in this idea that Sam would help him. Yeah. He's like, if you were to play the idol for me, you and Mark are playing, like, just to get as far as you possibly can, obviously. If you play the idol for me, that's going to blow up your game, and you'll be, like, fucked going forward. So why would you ever do that? And Sam, like, is very gagged at 
kind of like his audacity at just saying this out loud. Right. She's like, he's not even pretending like I'm pretending. And her only response really is like, well, that's why I just try to like play in the moment. That's why I just try not to think too far ahead. Well, and that's a really not a reassuring response. Not at all. It's like almost more like, well, of course she's not fucking going to help me out. Um, and then, yeah, Jordy keeps saying this thing of, like, she really stitched up Jesse. Can you trust the people that have, like, stitched you up? Yeah, what a good stitch up. Fun Australian turn of phrase. Mm-hmm. Day 31. Yes, we I are. I fucking love it. Day 31. Um, I think it is Jordy who says to Mel, maybe, someone else who has a loved Michelle. one. Michelle. Mel went home. Yeah, Michelle says is to still Michelle here. that, like, we get to see our loved ones every two days as kind of like, oh, the bright side of having a loved one on the jury. Yeah, it's interesting to watch this Jordy, Shay, and Michelle kind of trio start to form um, as the singles go along, where Chrissy and, Cro- or Chrissy and Dave are still, like, coattailing along with the couples that are still involved very much what do you think about mark's reaction to sam taking jesse's idol i mean he's like a little gagged kind of thinks it's a villainous move but it's also a low blow yeah but it's also like supportive of his wife i think it's like the right the right response right like yeah Calls out the negativity of it, but also is like, but we're trying to win for our family, so it just benefits us. Then Sam and Mark are talking, and Sam just being like, oh, I told Jordy I would keep him safe just for his silence, and like, I'm evil Sam, I'm gonna fucking stab him in the back. I'm only evil now, you can't be okay being nice anymore because niceness doesn't win survivor this is like okay like jordy is on this kick now of like he's told off sam he's like i'm unencumbered by my loved one i'm not going to negatively affect jesse's game right i'm just going for broke absolutely is that sustainable is that good gameplay and then on the other hand we have sam who's just like i made this big move it was super villainous. I probably have a limited amount of time before that comes out. I'm going to try to plug that hole of information. Yeah. While at the same time openly plotting to just fuck this guy, <laughs> vote him off. Is that sustainable gameplay? And is that good? Because, like, you're not building alliances. It's not particularly social on both hands. Both are kind of chaotic. Well, and especially because it's coming from a position where you were each other's biggest allies. Like, yes, Jordan and Josh are in this as well, but certainly not to the level that you all were playing together. And now it's like you don't have the relationships with the other people playing that you had with each other. And that kind of looks like a hot mess now. Yeah. I And, like, there is all this talk of people who don't like this move that Sam made of like being newcomers to the show or like not real fans in some way, because it's like, and a lot of talk of it being like in a very American Hmm. style of gameplay. I mean, it is like, you think of the fucking Russell's and shit who play hard and fast and like, don't care about others games and do sneaky things and like there is a certain like fan following of theirs that love that like hard play but that isn't necessarily like all survivor or like 
the kind no. of survivor that I like. And I don't know if those people often win. Like, Russell didn't win his season. Like, Russell didn't get any votes, I believe. Yeah, I think. And I don't know. It's Didn't he? I don't know. Russell maybe did win. I don't think Russell won. I'm pretty sure Russell has never won. I might be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm no survivor historian. Regardless, I do think you can criticize Sam's decision to make that move. And you can criticize it for its morality, whether it is crossing a line or not. And you can also, like, yeah, just do you want to play that hard? No info? He has played in two or three, three different games, has made it to the end, but has never won. Interesting. Okay, yeah. So people don't like that move. Yeah, because, I mean, like, it's a choice to be a villain. It absolutely is. It's also, like... A choice to, like, fucking fuck someone over. like, And that's the whole thing. Like, I'm not opposed to lying. I'm not a, opposed to being underhanded. But, like, that was a really big choice to make. All right. So, rolling on into immunity, if you're ready. Let's do it. So, coming back, going to immunity. Jordy is wearing Jesse's swim trunks for good luck. Is he? And motivation, yep. I didn't catch that. And is really ready to make some fucking chaos. It's really Jordy versus the, like, strong six at this point. And he, this is when he starts leaning hard into, like, I'm the Joker type talk. Yeah. Which is both, it's come up a little bit. (laughs) It's a little funny. It's a little obnoxious. It's very, like, I'm a white dude in my 20s type stuff. I mean, Jonathan even, like, nods to it multiple times, so... It becomes a whole thing. Soon, Mark's gonna be calling himself Batman, and we get a two-face, and it's a whole thing. Hot mess. Uh, Hashtag last-ditch Jesse. Hashtag Joker. All right. As we walk into immunity, Shay notes that it looks like a fucking torture chamber. Shay also has the This Holiday Sucks hat on. Hashtag iconic. And when they explain the challenge, my immediate thought is, why the fuck do they have these giant gears on here that make it look like a torture chamber (laughs) when you're just holding on to a rope? Yeah, so you're standing on these narrow footholds, and then above you, you have this, like, yeah, it's just a rope that you're holding on to, and then as it goes on, you have to step onto more narrow and further down footholds so you're like both stretched out further and it's harder to stand right yeah yeah, they have these giant gears that are just for aesthetics they don't look like they do anything i mean maybe they were used to like get the ropes at the right height for each person's height but like you could definitely do that with a way less like egregious fucking yeah it looks like you have this big crazy thing just so it looks more intimidating i guess yeah Yeah. absolutely jordy gives immunity back to the host and he's like oi not for long i hope mate i'm on the chopping block i am just like that this looks like a challenge made for shay and sam little strong people it's pretty similar to the last two standing endurance challenges with just a minor tweak yeah So, uh, the smaller you are, like you said, you have an advantage, and they jump into it. Right away, Chrissy is unable to chit-chat and have fun banter with the host. Not today, Jonathan. Just in too much 
paid, but she does give him a little wink. Uh, Shay tells KJ, hey, it feels like us three are in the bottom, but I don't know who the third is that she's talking about. Maybe Jordy. Yes. The host goes up to Mark and says, this one's not designed for the big boys. <laughs> they have a little laugh. And then we're like at the first five fucking minutes. Yeah. Five minutes go by. They have a live transition. Pretty much all the transitions this season on these type of challenges have been live transitions. Yes. Everyone's able to make this first transition. It was successful. And during it, I noticed that Shay has this like, um, like water splash with a mermaid tail coming out of it tattoo on her body on like her inner arm bicep thing that's cool fucking sweet tattoo there's some good tattoos this season most definitely really fucking cool tattoos um the host and jordy have a little bit of banter uh jordy mentions that he's planning on winning and that people have been very open about the fact that he has to win or he's going to be voted off absolutely sam does a little bit of like who said that to you and then he's one of the big boys down at the end that quiets her up yeah, a.k.a. your hubby or Josh. And then we're at the 15-minute mark. Everyone's still in, and we do our last live transition to the very bottom, most narrow footholds. And this is where people are, like, doing the YMCA movement, but with their legs spread, too. They look like an X. They're pretty spread out at this point. Right, yeah. Uh, pretty quickly, Juicy Dave has to step out. Quickly followed by Josh and then KJ at the 20-minute mark. Yes. Uh, the pigs do look super narrow. They're like a third of the width of your foot. I wouldn't even say a third. I'd say the top ones are a third. And by the bottom, you're like maybe got a half an inch to hold on to. I feel like that's one thing it's easy to forget about as a viewer is like, this is going to fuck your feet up mm-hmm. and hurt them. And then you have to walk and perform on those feet for the next multiple days. With my with my broken leg, this is not a challenge I would be able to do physically. Yeah, I, I have no idea how long I could hold out on this. Like, I'm amazed Mark makes it as long as he does, because as a big dude, it must just be killing your feet. Speaking of Mark, he's the next one down. <laughs> yeah, Mark is number four. Um, let's see. Chrissy is just silent and in pain as Jordan is number five and Michelle is number six to go out. Finally, Chrissy needs help getting down and is number seven to fall. Everyone is super stiff as they come out. But yeah, Chrissy is like Frankenstein. Can't bend at the joints whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Uh, We get to the 35 minute mark and then it's Sam versus Shay versus Jordy. The host asked Jordy if this is heaven, hell or purgatory. And he says it's purgatory, not knowing what's to come. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Um, yeah, we get to the 70 minute mark and then Sam drops out. And now it's just Shay versus Jordy. I really like, and at this point, I'm I'm like, Shay has this. There's, you know, I'm giving it to Shay myself. It's hard because I feel like the two of them both feel like they're in the position where if they don't win, they're going to lose. And know that the other is also in the same position. These are the two players, like, up for elimination, it feels like. Absolutely. I only give it to Shay because she's done so well at this type of challenge. And just physically, you would think that this would be the type of challenge that she would have an edge on Jordy over. Uh, 80-minute mark. They've been going for an hour and 20 minutes. Jordy's feet start to shake. uh, 
and I think he's going to be out, but then Shay... Like, goes limp. Yeah, she's, like, kind of, like, starts to go out of her own volition, but then just completely passes out. Yeah, like, someone goes to help her, and she, like, goes limp in their arms. But she's okay. She very quickly seems fine. She's, like, a champ at counting backwards from ten. Doesn't no problem. Mm-hmm. And she went out at the 90-minute mark. Jordy, an absolute monster. And in tears. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, Sam looks very upset um, that Jordy has won. I mean, I'm also pretty bummed because that means that Shay is most likely about to go. Yeah, it's tough because I love Shay, but like Jordy's storyline really dominates the next couple of episodes. And I think Shay does kind of, I don't know, it's a bummer that her edit suffers for it, I, I feel like. a 100% agree. Um, yeah, and uh, he's just still 100% on his revenge kick. Uh, he's gonna, he's saying the Joker's gonna get the last laugh. I didn't see him winning this, like, this is not something that I expected Jordy to win. I do think it's a bummer that he doesn't quite get the attaboys that I feel like he deserves because he's such the social pariah of the camp right now. Well, and but somebody also, says, yeah, well done, Sam. It's somebody, like, yeah. fuck all the way off. Shay made it way longer than Sam and almost fucking passed out. And you're not saying, well done, Shay. Some lady. Fucking gross. I, I didn't catch who it was. In Sam's alliance, no doubt. is Chrissy giving, then, probably. Yeah, probably. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you should be saying that to Shay and Jordy before saying anything to Sam. Most yeah, definitely. 100%. Sam just looks pissed off. I mean, that's kind of the demeanor that Sam is now bringing to this <laughs> season. Just in general, general annoyance air, yeah, all the time. Yeah, air of pissiness she and does, like... She has like stink face all the time. Yeah, Constant she's... Constant stink face. High paranoia, high frustration, high stink face. We are back from immunity now. We are Hell, back yeah, at tribal. Yeah, we're back. Jordy's really rocking that like... Outback hat, hat he has on. I like this is in my where in my notes that I have like how many times are we gonna have Jordy call himself the Joker? <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm a little sloppy because I'm celebrating spring break by getting a little tipsy this Sunday. Yes. Uh, so as we watch when we get done with recording this, I think every time that Jordy's referred to as the Joker, I have to take a drink. You will die. You will die of alcohol not, poisoning. Not a shot. But a drink. I don't know. He says it a million times this episode. <laughs> he like it. It becomes so obnoxious. It's like, OK, Mark loves to talk about the fact that he was in the military and allude to the fact that he's some kind of super commando. And Jordy loves to act like he's the ultimate agent of chaos by calling himself the Joker. Well, there are the first two things on the drinking game for Survivor Australia. Uh, there you go. There you go. OK, it kind of feels like everybody's going to be voting for Shay. It does feel that way. Um, Jordy and full just sewing chaos Joker mode. He approaches KJ and Michelle to vote for Mark, thinking that like everyone expects me to target Sam, but she will implode without Mark. So let's take out her daddy and then watch her burn down. And is very much bringing up the Sam has a second idol thing. Isn't Jordy kind of chaotically imploding without Jesse, though? A hundred percent. A hundred fucking... Jesse's not there to keep him in line. I like Jordy, but that, that line about Sam imploding without Mark is a little bit 
the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, I think it's also, it's not necessarily him imploding without Jesse. It's him imploding being blindsided by being extricated from his strong six alliance. Like, it was him and Jesse in the Chrissy and Dave slot of the strong six. And that getting that blindside last time has kind of like rattled him and he's like well if i'm fucking next like let's fucking well and in the nature of the blindside honestly too like the the very villainous out of left field turn from sam i think that adds to his chaotic nature well and i also feel like this is like even more than like a blindside of uh, an ally a blindside of a loved one yes is is like as close to you as you can get to blindsiding yourself or like being blindsided yourself without. So for sure, for sure. Um, so Jordy needs Dave. He needs Dave's vote to pull off any type of blindside of Mark. And he pitches to Dave as this, like, this is our final chance as singles to make a change and get a couple out. But Dave responds with not this time. Next time is technically the last time. And that's the time that I've got a plan for little Jordy, which I'm not going to share with you. Yeah, I have a plan for next round and I'm not going to share it with you. It's just like, OK, Dave, I appreciate your honesty, but fuck. Come on. And is it honesty? Only episode 17 will tell. This is when Jordy tells Dave and Michelle that Sam has the idol. This is like his Hail Mary moment of like, I just, I'm going to start blowing up Sam's game. It's the only thing I can do. Uh, He's not in like, the thing is Jordy isn't wrong about the single status quo. They do need to start doing something. Oh yeah. I mean like the issue is that Dave and Chrissy are still loyal to their partners who are no longer, who are not in the singles crew. Like, their alliance are the non-single people, even though they became single people. Yes. So they are unable to switch their mindset from old alliance to looking at pairs versus singles. They're, those two are not playing the pairs versus singles game where everyone else around them is. Well, and like less so Dave, but partially Dave as well, but particularly Chrissy, it just makes your game look very passive. Very much so. Chrissy especially since Croc has gone home, has played a very, very passive game where she's not making any decisions. Makes you look a little goaty, but not in the greatest of all time version. Josh is definitely <laughs> still not keen on working with Jordy. Um, Sam is very unhappy at Jordy scrambling around, and she like kind of tries to start discrediting Jordy to Chrissy, saying that, like, He's going to try and turn you against me and all this shit. You got Jordy talking about how Sammy doesn't cope with chaos. And it's like, dude, how do you fucking know? But I guess he like <laughs> analyzed her game from the first. Time. Well, I forget like, about that, too. It's like this whole thing of like Sam starts to make everyone nervous. Like Chrissy and Mark are talking and Chrissy's like, we're solid. But Sam is being super erratic and making everyone kind of freaked out. It's now going from the solid six to the safe six. Yes. People, the thing is, like, it's just a sad thing where people are not coalescing around Jordy. People are not like, he's one immunity. They don't believe him that Sam has an idol. It is not working to, like, draw people around him to form an alliance against Mark or Sam. It's just a non-starter. Absolutely. And if it weren't for the immunity, he would be going home this week. Um. Yeah. Dave 
more than anyone just highly skeptical that Sam has an idol. Oh, I think it's like he doesn't want to believe that like there's that much power with Dave or with Sam and Mark. Even though it's like you have no reason to not believe Jordy, other than like, oh, well, he speaks on it a little bit at Tribal too. Like he's like, I think Jesse isn't that stupid as well. I there were details that Jordy could share about like, oh, Sam had her sarong on and like could slip it in there so no one would notice. It's not like he like, oh yeah, store it in your bag for me. It's like. No, we're about to fucking go to tribal. I'm in my tiny little shorts. Like we forget that Jordy wasn't there either. That, yeah, you know, like those details, the specifics. He wasn't there to witness them. So he's like somehow Sam tricked Jesse into giving her the idol for safekeeping. Exactly. And then I think before tribal, we just have the hundred thousand thousandth time that Jordy calls himself the Joker. It's just so gross at this point. I like don't like it. I don't like the energy it's bringing. Does that make Jesse Harley Quinn? Uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Oi, I'm the Joker, mate. Oi, oi, ha ha ha, Joker. The Joker's really, he's kind of played out. A little bit. All right. It makes it feel like this is a dated season, even though it's current. That's a good point. It like, feels that's like what very, it feels like. Like 2008. Yes. Let's roll on in to Tribal Council. Tribal. Con, Mel, and Jesse enter to no applause. I know we've been tracking the applause. It seemed like Con and Mel were getting some clapping the last two Con times. Con got a big, like, woohoo, go Con, we love you, you're amazing. And then it was just a little bit less, and now it's not at all. Now now that Jesse is there, zero plus. I wonder if they had a talking to. Like, knock it off. You can't be so responsatory. Responsatory? Yes, it's a new word. It's Look an it Australian up. word. Hell yeah. Uh, Jordy describes himself as a man with nothing to lose and how dangerous that is. Talk on how it's the 32nd day. Yes. Mel. And, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. And Sam makes this point of, like... There is a big strategy in the fact of holding the line on day 32. You know, there's def I can see the appeal of being one of the people in that alliance and Sam being like, yeah, stick with it. You know that you're going to get to this certain point. And yeah, there that's safekeeping. That is, you know, security. Were you about to talk on Mel's croc fit? Yes, a thousand percent. Fuck yeah. She has a fly as hell crocodile dress on. My God, I want your wardrobe, Mel. Jordy pitches again just the idea that the singles need to do something to up in the power from the couple. Speaking on the singles versus doubles game, 100%. Yes. Uh, Dave says that he loved Jordy's Raw, just lost a loved one, you know, chaotic Joker style gameplay. Right. Um, and there's just lots of like Jordy v like. Sam. It's just those turmoil. two ideologies, right? Yeah. It's like Sam stability, stick with the strong six, Jordy chaos, break up the strong six. Those two, I yeah. Going back people and are at the bottom of the strong six. We you, we you, singles. That's probably you. <laughs> um, Jordy stands up and talks to Dave and Chrissy one last time. He like he does one last final pitch. I find it interesting that Jordy is the one fighting so hard when he's the one with immunity and Shay's the one going home. I know. It's very interesting. He's just really, I don't know. 
he's overshadowing Shay in a way that maybe I didn't realize the first time watching through, but as we discuss it, it does kind of bum me out. Yeah. He also shares this awkward wink with the host. Yes, yes. And then Mark... Which makes me feel like the host maybe favors Jordy. But in a way that I don't think, unless there's like some real egregious behind the the scenes, like string pulling going on, I don't think there's anything the host could be doing to like give Jordy an advantage. No, absolutely not. And it would be impossible not to like be involved with this and not have your own favorite players or whatever. But like you can definitely feel it. I do think the host likes Jordy. Mark goes to vote and uh, Chrissy is all smiles as she votes. And then everyone's back and there are no idols. Uh, Well, but as Jordy votes, he's like spelling and yelling out M A R K. Right. It seems like maybe they can hear him. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then he comes back and there are no idols played. No. All right, the votes come in, Jacqueline. We're real fucking sad. One vote for KJ. One. Two votes for Mark. Two. And you know what that means. Five votes for little old Shay, and she goes home. Very sad to see Shay go. Super sad, but then she turns around. She says to Jordy, Thank- oh, what is keep she- playing like you are. Oh, but then she says to everybody, thanks, guys. So fun to play with ya. Love you all. And then we get our classic host riddle at the end. If you think you're playing a team sport, you're probably running in the wrong direction. But then, dun dun dun! Were you expecting this? No, I actually wasn't. I wasn't at all. We see Shay get invited to go to... Purgatory. Which is, I mean, clearly he asked... Jordy this. I didn't realize until this moment. He totally foreshadowed it. Oh, yeah. You didn't realize that earlier? It's like, yeah, he was definitely calling out that purgatory was about to be a thing. Love it. I love it. Do you like it being called purgatory more than like Island of Lost Souls? What the fuck is it usually called? Like, uh... Yeah. Exile. Exile Island. Yeah. I kind of prefer Exile Island. Keep it, keep it like on island theme. Get that separation of church and state out of here. Yeah, I need a, a law, separation of <laughs> church and survivor. Love it. Well, we're going to take a quick break, stretch our little survivor pause. Um, if you haven't checked out our Instagram lately, go see the dog of the pod. Yes, dog of the pod this month is Dottie. Dottie. And the episode's not over. We'll be back to talk episode 17 in one moment. Ba-ba-da-da. Be after, right back. After this break. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International. Survivor Australia, episode 16 and 17. Moving on to episode 17. Episode 17. Episode 17. As we came in on that fashion note, the episode comes in on these fashion shots of Shay at Purgatory. Yes, Shay is in Purgatory. Uh, She's having a hard time. She's exposed to the elements. She's sleeping on rocks. There's no shelter. Her this holiday sucks hat has never been more relevant. 
The holiday has never sucked more. But she fucking built a fire. Yeah. And I've never seen someone build their own shelter but on like exile or anything I before. Think you pointed it out Her while we were walking it. Gorgeous. Yeah, her shelter looks fucking bomb. It looks super good. I don't know if I'd call it gorgeous, but I mean, for a one person, go rip down wood by yourself. You're right. I would call it gorgeous. 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 I stand corrected. Uh, she says there's nothing here but rocks and hard dirt, but she's got some hard grit. grit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Back at camp. Oh, and at this point, I'm definitely like hardcore team Shay. Shay's my number one. Jordy's my number two. I love Shay. I think we discussed it on the 16 part one of this episode a little bit. It is a little bit of a bummer that the Jordy storyline really overshadows Shay a mm-hmm. bit for these two episodes. It's it's disappointing. I feel like Shay's kind of been overshadowed this whole entire season. I think that's fair. And like has always played the underdog story. And I just I really want her to win. Yeah. But she's in exile. So I don't know if that'll happen. She didn't necessarily pop for me until her boyfriend went home, whose name I can't. Benny. Ben. Ben. I like Ben too, actually. Ben I was did cool. Like ben. I'm sad Ben didn't make it to uh Jury. Jury. Back at camp, tensions between Jordy and Sam begin to mount or continue to mount. Mm-hmm. And Jordy's really just licking his wounds post tribal, although he was safe, but licking his wounds in the sense that he tried to make his move against sam slash mark and it didn't work there's this like moment where sam is like calling jordy out at the fire she says it sounded like you wanted to blow us up well it's like fucking you were literally trying to send him home like you're always trying like you sam i know like do you have a mirror it's like that like don't don't pull a thimble out of somebody's eye when you got a log in your own or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, like, don't throw rocks when you live in a glass house type yeah. situation. And, like, it's funny because at the campfire, Jordy completely owns up that, like, yeah, I wanted everyone to think that I was, like, going for you when I was actually going for Mark or vice versa, whatever he was saying. And I feel like Sam is still, like, Doing that thing where it's like, you could have worked with me, but you spurned me, so fuck you, when it's like the whole time. Sam, you were never intending on working with Jordy. Never intending to work for It was always, let's keep him close until we can get him out because he's a liability. Mm -hmm. Always. Disappointing. What else is going on? Um, Chrissy, like, doesn't trust Jordy. They have a little bit of a conversation of, like, why didn't you get the idol back if it was Jesse's idol? But she also, like, she doesn't think that Sam would tell the truth. No, she's, that's what I say, she's skeptical of Jordy, but wary of idols in general. So she's kind of a wild card at this point. The second person to call it a dog act, if it's true. I like that phrasing. Dog act. It's yeah. a dog act. I mean, dogs are cool, but you don't want to act like a dog. Mm, um, I will say like Chrissy has most noticeably like slimmed during this season to me mark as well like Hmm. mark i feel i see shirt shirts i see shots of mark and he looks so young i see like i can see what high school mark looks like yeah i hear you he's lost some muscle masses too and i think that also he just looks lanky he looks okay i get you um sam's still freaking out hard sam freaking out and so she is also a new element to her concern is that oh the jury was just like eating jordy up at Mm -hmm. tribal last night so that's a new element that she's worried about. I 
yeah, she's like, oh, the jury loved his underdog spirit. Sam, everybody loves an underdog spirit as a thing. Well, yeah, anyone looks good up against like the super strong tight six, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know how Jordy does if Mm. he makes it to the end necessarily in front of the jury. A lot of people have mixed feelings on Jordy in that group, depending on who he goes with. And that's an obvious statement. I just don't think that one tribal is as indicative of how the jury will react to Jordy in the finale if he gets there. Here's my thing. If Jordy makes it to the finale, yeah. Jesse is on the juror. Jesse is the most loved of the two. Mm. And being the most loved of the two, you can definitely point out the lovable characters of Jordy way, way good. He's got someone vouching for him. Someone on the jury. pushing hard. That's an interesting thought that certain people, if they make it to the end, they do have that person embedded within the jury to help them. I mean, Mark think, or like, Sam at this point, either of the cousins at this point. But you have to think they're back at Ponderosa having conversations about what's going on. And uh, if you have someone like batting a thousand for you a thousand percent mm-hmm. it goes a long way i honestly but i don't think it's going to be a pu- plus for mark or sam at this point i don't know i don't think there's a way for either of them to win honestly yeah i just don't know i, don't I think know. they've created themselves as such villains and i feel like australia in particular doesn't reward a villain's game maybe there's some thought sam poe well we'll get to it we'll okay see. Sam is very, she's extremely paranoid after Mm -hmm. the treachery of, you know, last night's tribal, quote unquote. Um, She kind of goes on a little bit of like Jordy character assassination, assassination, trying to like get everyone fully leveled against him. Um, Or is it Jordy who goes on Sam character assassination? Um, Anyway, Sam, I feel like is acting a little bit erratic. She's like... Oh, everyone thinks I'm paranoid, but it's not paranoid if it's true, which is like mm. a classic crazy person thing to say. Yeah. I know I sound crazy, but if it's true, true I'm, I'm not, not crazy. crazy at all. Right. Mm. There's a pedophile ring in the basement of that pizza place. And they'll tell you there's no basement, but I know the truth. The earth is dying. <laughs> Literally burning well, up. Don't don't throw that in one. <laughs> I, I like, might sound crazy, well, okay. but it's fucking true. <laughs> I feel like you're undercutting my point or maybe <laughs> undercutting belief in global warming. No, I'm reiterating that global warming is a bad thing. It is. It is. Yes. I don't know if saying that in my conversation, <laughs> of like that's what the crazy people always say. Oh. And then you immediately jump to global warming. I'm just saying maybe crazy people are right. Okay. People are just crazy until they're put into the right context okay all right fair mm-hmm. uh i think crazy people can just like see a dimension that us non-crazy people can't see so they're just more intelligent and well, that, utilize more of their brain than us they're like um they're like babies and animals <laughs> and people who don't have their full mental capacity whatever that means yeah they're like more in tune with spirits and ghosts and you know angels and shit right i was more so saying like those split dimensions that spear off at every decision that we make and that mm. infinite verse sure. that's happening in reality the infiniverse yeah so <laughs> i don't think i have anything else before we get to reward do you nope <laughs> at reward jordy's wearing a new hat 
Oh. That I haven't noticed. It's got a clown on it with like big, long, sexy model legs. Don't like that. These rainbow legs that go for miles. No, the clown. I mean, look out for those. Sexy clowns. Oh, hashtag sex clown. <laughs> uh, Jordy, um, Dave kind of like starts touting Jordy up as the strong player who's like making a splash, right? He won the last immunity. He might be the person to beat. Yeah. I mean, he is doing good with the challenges. Yes. They have three bags of balls or three balls, and they have like this kind of like T structure thing that they roll the ball down and it's like on a narrow wooden plank. Isn't it five? Is it five? I'm pretty sure it's five. I think you're right. Yeah. Two on each side, one down the side. Do you have to collect the balls first before you get to that point? Or do you just start off at the... You have to get the balls. Remember, you have to untie them. Okay. So that's where the three bags come from. balancing. Yeah. Exactly. And then once you get your balls, you like, yeah, it's like this crazy contraption where you're like balancing the ball on a narrow wooden. It kind of looks like the back end of an arrow. Yeah. And it's kind of like a bowling alley as well. So like, yeah, you're like sending the ball down this narrow wooden plank that it can fall off of and trying to slowly maneuver it into circular grooves that it's going to land in. Right. And there's one directly ahead, two that split off to the side. So each that's side. okay. Yes, that's not five, is it? Two on each side, and, and then one, one in the middle. Yes. I gotcha. Yes, making five. <laughs> We're on the same page. Yes. Um, and what are they playing for, Jacqueline? Vroom, vroom, vroom. Yeah, I like how we slip into a car commercial for like 30 seconds here. And Jordy freaks out because apparently he's wanted one of these cars for a really long time. Oh, is that the new Isuzu MUX? Isuzu? Yeah, he like no, calls out the make and model of the car. Boy, I wonder if that was the first take. <laughs> and then even like someone's like, look at that beauty. And I think Sam says to Mark, like, oh, he could fit all, all the, the kid, kids in all the no, kids in KJ. there. KJ okay. said that she yeah, could fit all the kids. She's like a kids. soccer mom. Yeah. I forget. Because they just have Harry. Um, yeah, they're something that we don't see in American Survivor anymore. anymore. No. You're going to win a car. Yes. But that's kind of fun. I like these ones. Yeah. Like, let's win a car. I'm into it. Um, yeah. So people are racing to get the balls. Yes. You have to unwind this bag from the beam first. And then, um, okay, yeah, you have to, like, balance over this puddle of muddy water, and the bag is, like, wound around the balance beam in the puddle. Yeah, so you have to, like, squat down, and if you fall off, you gotta go back, and all the fucking things. Jordy has a pretty dominant lead. He's just, like, tearing through it. Mark's right on his tail, though. Um, There's a bag on top of, like, a big wooden frame you've gotta climb up. Yeah, it's definitely Jordy versus Mark the whole time. For, like... A very hot minute, Chrissy was in the game, but falls off and is totally not in the game anymore. Mark and Jordy are at the portion where you're sending the balls and trying to get them into the grooves before anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, it really like looks like it requires a gentle touch. Yeah, the host, Jonathan, particularly mentions like all that adrenaline that got you to the ball rolling is now working against you because you're having to like calm down, take a breath. Like he like specifically tells the players to take a breath where like mark is just like barreling his balls down his thing like he's not going for the like i'm gonna start 
and slowly balance it down. He's trying to like whip his balls down. Well, he, he got first... the, but he gets that. Not first... at first. He does that for quite some time. I feel like before he gets a hang of it, where Jordy from the beginning is going like slow and steady, starting my ball, balancing it and slowly moving it down the plank where Mark is like trying to like get the momentum to get it in the one right in front of him without doing that slow and steady process. I think it's what maybe loses him this challenge because he, yeah. he does get it eventually, but he wastes a good amount of time doing it that way before he gets a hang of it. Okay. Um, Dave is doing pretty well. Yeah. Other players start to catch up and get to the ball roll. And Chrissy then, uh, is just throwing balls down too. Jordan's like way behind. He's like still looking for one of his bags in the mud while everyone's at the ball roll. Yeah. He, this is not Jordan's challenge whatsoever. I think it's a thread that pops up maybe a few times in the next couple of episodes of him having a hard time with yeah, the Yeah, it's surprising. Gather this bag of things like in a bale of hay or like in a puddle of mud. Like he struggles with that specifically. He can't he can't find shit. Jordan's just particularly kind of bad at challenges a little bit. Not as good as you would expect. Not as good as you would expect. That's that's the thing. He's not bad at them. He's just like not a top contender like you thought he would be. Both cousins aren't doing very good in this challenge. No. Uh, yeah, Dave is really in the game. Uh, crazily at this point, Mark's rolling technique does begin to kind of work for him. But Dave and Jordy are both at three and three. And yes. then it's like a back and forth, like who's going to win it? Jordy has three. Dave has this system. So he, yeah, and then it's Jordy at four, Dave at four. But Jordy is just a hair ahead of Dave. Um, Jordy looks very wobbly as he puts his final ball on the course to the point where like, I absolutely thought he was going to dump them all. 100%. I wonder if any of them popped out, if it still counted, or if they'd have to redo it. I don't... Because that didn't happen. It wasn't, like, included. It, I think it'd be difficult to pop it out. Like, you would have had to, like, really upend your whole thing. Yeah. I would imagine if you were to do that, it would be no good. You'd have to put... I mean, <laughs> right? It'd be crazy to allow... Oh, I put it dumped all my balls, but those still count. Okay. But Jordy does do it. He takes home the Isuzu. Hashtag Isuzu. Can't fucking believe it. Cries and hugs. Kind of like tackles the host a little bit. And not only do you get this car, but you get to take it to the drive-in movie. Where you get nachos, margaritas, and you get to bring three guests. Mm-hmm. He brings Jordan, Dave, and Michelle. Yeah. Um, specifically wants to show that Sammy's a snake. That's why like, he chose those people, apparently. Sam, like, is always earnestly with her eyes begging to be chosen for every re reward. Has she been chosen for any rewards yet? I don't think so. I think she's, like, raised her hand. She's, like, even. raising her hand, just pleading. Just pleading with her eyes. She doesn't hear. Like, she kind of does, but it's, like, it's, she, it's knows. All face. she knows. She Jordy, knows Jordy won't do it. She knows Jordy won't do it, but she's hoping against hope. Now, okay, one, this, this reward challenge reminded me a lot of the old, like, we're gonna fill a car full of stuff for the kids at the village, and, like... Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. Yeah. It just gave me hard white savior reminder vibes. Why? But, they don't do anything like that. Well, just 
because it brought me back to old American Survivor where that used to be a thing. It would be funny if there's a bunch of like village children watching the movie with them. I kind of wish they would have actually just watched a movie, but we'll get to it. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. Insanely, they fucking put Jordy's steering wheel on the wrong side in this crazy car they got him. (laughs) Just kidding. You're ridiculous. Uh, Yeah. So he, I do think this puts quite the target on Jordy's back. Anytime, oh, a hundred percent. Because didn't Khan also win like some, some money. lump yeah. sum of money and then was immediately voted out? Pretty much. Anytime you win any type of like good take home reward, car, cash, it's like people are like, fuck this dude. He can't win the hundred thousand dollars now. Five hundred. Five hundred thousand dollars now. No, you already want a fucking car, man. Um, they drive away, leaving Sam in a pool of lies. And we go back into car commercial zone where they're just... You know, zooming around the beautiful landscape of Australia. Now, they pull up to their home movies or their uh, drive-in movies. And I fucking called. I called it that it was going to be like movies from home. Yes, you do. I wish it was an actual movie, but it's just videos from home. Very sweet. We all love it. Um, So, I mean, like, rather than movies from home, wouldn't they have preferred to watch kangaroo jack maybe or one of the mad max movies i mean probably not they are probably very excited about a note from home overseeing mel gibson smiling face or a cgi kangaroo talking to cuba gooding jr 100 percent. i don't know um so jordy gets a little video from his papa yes uh who's got a good stash uh, there is a sad thing where Jordy's stepmother has just died. So, like, he's like, oh, I can tell my dad is doing okay. So that, like, means the world to me. He said his dad looked happy, and his dad did not fucking look happy <laughs> no, at no. all. He's like, I can tell dad's doing all right. He looks happy. And he's like, your dad, Does like, not... not to, like, be unkind, but, like, there was nothing in the video that really expressed that. Not at all. Um, What else? Uh, Jordan's little brother who looks exactly like Jordan. Yeah, Jordan's little brother who is just Jordan in a hat. Yes, it's like, it's oh, so funny. We lost the video of your brother, so let's just record you in a hat and read the transcript. Uh, Michelle's cute grandma. I thought it was just her mom, not her grandma. Um, Pretty sure it was her mom. I think it was her grandma. I have in my notes that it was her mom. It says very clearly grandma in my notes, and <laughs> my notes don't lie. Like, uh, like Shakira's uh, hips, my notes don't lie. And then Dave's got his wife, their doggo, and Brie. Yes. That's a face we all recognize. Yippee. Here's a question. Do you remember on last season of Survivor South Africa? Probably not. They got some videos home as a reward, and it became a big deal of, like, do you tell the other people? Mm, Yeah, this wasn't brought up at all. Would you tell the other people, or would you keep it to yourself? I mean, I think in this regard, these four should 1,000% keep it to themselves. Agreed. Like, it's close it would to the end. Really, like, and that Mark and what's her face didn't get to see their Harry. Well, Harry can't even so talk. so sad. Yeah. Harry can't talk. It doesn't I mean, matter. He might be able to talk. I don't know how old Harry is. Mother, father, mm-hmm. I missed you dearly. Then why did I get this lightning shaped scar on my head oh, once God. you left? You think Harry's a wizard? He is now, Harry. His, you know, Mark kind of looks like <laughs> Harry Potter's dad. It could be. Okay. Um, so. Yes, and then they eat some nachos, which look very tasty. 
And I always think nachos are like, you know, the cheese isn't great, but nachos do have the potential to be an okay island snack. Heavy on cheese, but also maybe lots of beans, lots of car or uh, protein potentially. You can like eat around things and nachos too, like lots of veggies and right. Yeah. And like tortilla chips aren't as carb heavy as maybe bread would be, won't bog you down quite as much. Mm hmm. Totally. And then Jordy, of course, of course, has to give his pitch. He has to give his pitch. Uh, he tells the idle story, I feel like, more in full than he's been able to. And I, Dave and Jordan are both highly skeptical. Michelle thinks that it was like crossing ethical lines of Sam to do that if she did. Yes. Like the idol. Or the idol's like God. You just can't believe it if you don't see it. And I truly, I really, this is where I feel that Jordy's going home. Yeah. I have in my notes that I bet Jordy goes home this episode. So the thing is, it's just like a non-starter for Dave. It really he's is. He's just not into it. And he's just like, you know, I need to see the proof. I need to see the idol. Otherwise, I just can't buy into this crazy story. But uh, didn't just last episode Dave say it's next vote that I need to make a move? Dave didn't is... he just say that he has a fucking plan and that it's next vote he needs to make a move? So, Dave, where's that motherfucking plan, Dave? Dave. Where's I your plan, Dave. Dave? I don't dislike Dave, but... Dave. I do. I don't know. His whole like juicy persona and this whole thing. I feel like he's yucking it up in a way that's a little cringe. Dave. Dave. Um, yeah. And then Jordy just vows to blow up Sam's game tonight at Tribal. Pew, 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 pew. Should we take a quick break before we go to immunity? Let's not take a quick break, but oh, still go to immunity. Let's do it. All right. So this immunity, they have like a balancing immunity where they're like holding a pole that has a platform on the top that has like a little statue thing the that they have to balance. Yeah, the statue is like a bird cage with like this weird geometric shape ball inside of it. Or, yeah. yeah, it's weird. It looks hard. They have to hold it over their head. Yes. It and looks... it's day 34. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy says that they're all good friends here. So I don't know if I totally believe that sentiment coming from Jordy at this point. No, absolutely not. He's completely being sarcastic. He does say it, though. Um, Yeah, it looks really tough. Uh, within the wind starts to pick up pretty much right away and KJ is out. Yeah, I just remember, minute. like, thinking, what the fuck is in that cage? Like, yeah. not really being able to tell what it is. Like, no idea. Birdcage with geometric shape is honestly the best description I could give of it. <laughs> uh, Chrissy is out. Dave's out. Um, I just have a list of who's out now, so you might want to give some details. Well, it's a real quick <laughs> KJ, Chrissy, Dave. Okay, cool. Then we get to the six minute out, and there are six people left. Yes. Then Michelle. Yes. And then Sam. With a big wobble before her drop. And then we're down to Mark, Jordan, Josh, and Jordy. It is, it's like a hard thing to give a commentary of after the fact, because it is literally just them standing there and people dropping out. You see some massive biceps during this challenge. Really see like those bicep games that people have been working on. Yeah, most definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark starts to dip and Sam is like, oi, watch out, hubby. And then he's out. Oh, because they're like holding it with both hands. 
Yes, you've got both hands. You can change positions a little bit, but yeah, you do have both hands. On the pole. With Absolutely. the thing that's... The platform and then the bird cage with the thing inside of it. Yeah, like the pole and then the... Okay. Um, at this point, Jordy does say, let's have a bit of fun, lads. You know, that classy, classic uh, Jordy devil-may-care attitude, if you will. Now... At this point, I notice that Jordan is holding it a little bit differently than everybody else. Yes. Everybody seems to be, like, hip with, with their arms. Except for Jordan, who is more like a Y. True. Which Instead is maybe a little like, bit... Yeah. A little bit wider, a little more powerful. So I, I came to wonder if that's going to be a better stance moving forward. Some people are doing just the straight like barbell up and down. And then there are some people doing like one hand facing forward, knuckles one direction, other hand knuckles facing back, which is like, maybe you have to mix it up a little bit just for comfort during the challenge, but that feels less comfortable. I feel and like less trying secure. to move your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to move your hand is not a good idea. And then it's like the 10 minute mark. Yeah, we get to the 10 minute mark, and just like every other challenge, there's a live transition. To the skinnier beam. Yeah, you have to go further. It's like walking further down the beam, almost, right? As it, it narrows the further you go down it. Josh drops. And then it's just Jordan and uh, Jordy. And uh, they get another transition shortly after. Jordy is chewing on his lips to help him focus. And at this point, Mark starts kind of like coaching Jordan. Mm-hmm. Giving him tips and like, yeah. They get to the 40-minute mark. Nobody's coaching Jordy. He's in it all solo. Uh, and honestly, like Jordan looks like a mountain. He yeah. looks like he's... he's Got a, this. And they make a point that like Jordy is a landscaper and... Or Jordy is a landscaper and Jordan is a physical trainer yeah i feel like that's paying off in dividends in this oh, challenge just by knowing what stance to hold absolutely um jordy does this like crazy save it move he's like he's trembling he like yelps and almost i don't know he like twists around kind of and it looks like there's no fucking way that you're not gonna drop and he somehow brings it back but shortly after, it starts to tremble again and yells and drops, and then he's out. Uh, big group, Josh, um, Mark, and Chrissy run up to hold, hug Jordan. No, congratulations for Jordy. Um, and then, like, it is always a little deflating for me for someone like Jordan to win who feels like he's not in any danger for him to have immunity. And for, like... It to be such a like crazy feat for the other person going against him. It was kind of a bummer to watch Jordan win it. He does. Jordy makes a comment that like, oh, I guess five times in a row is asking for too much. Yeah. I think that comment and the fact that he just won a car. is maybe not helping his case. Not a good look. No. And then we roll on into some tribal intrigue before. Uh. Tribal, not tribal intrigue. Uh, like tribal intrigue as in intrigue at camp. camp Pre-tribal. Camp intrigue, I should have said. Okay. Uh, Sam is really worried about people knowing about the idol. 
Yes. But it's like, of well, course they fucking know. Like, well, she's like, because Jordy can't keep his fucking mouth shut. And it's like, Sam, you, they have no right to be angry, especially about this idol in particular. I feel like I fully dislike Sam at this point. Jordy and Jordan do have a little bit of like, oh, we were the last two bro down moment. And I feel like that's also putting Sam on edge, worrying that maybe, you know, she's like losing her alliance a little. Uh, Jordy's trying his damnedest to just turn the tribe against Sam, and it's not really working. Yeah, he like has this moment with Josh where he swears on his dog's life that <laughs> she has both the other idol. Such so a like, okay, Jordy clearly doesn't have children. I mean, swearing on your dog's life, it's not going to push me personally. It's not going to push my needle any closer to believing you than if no. you didn't make that statement. Probably just make me feel like you're absolutely ridiculous. He also kind of makes his move on KJ. Um, and yeah, I mean, and KJ and Jordy, like KJ's like, I'm just happy. I'm happy to go along with this. Both of us just want to make it past longer than Mark or Sam at this point, even if we don't win. So here's our, there are a couple things that really continue to push Sam to crazy. Okay. The first one is when Dave and Michelle, like, are going to go get water. And Sam asks if she can come with. Yes. And Dave's like, ah, oh, no, we got it. Right. That definitely weirds her out. And then the next one is when, like, she goes to sit in the water with KJ and talk to her about it. And, like, so what was Dave, what was, what were Dave and Michelle trying to say to you? And KJ just doesn't fucking say a thing. No. And Sam's, she like. keeps her mouth shut. It's great. Sam's, like, really putting the screws to her. And she, like, clams up. It's fantastic. I love that KJ doesn't say anything. She's really turned off by how desperate Sam is being. And then everyone kind of starts to be off-put by Sam, even Dave. And it seems like there's this glimmer of hope that maybe people will start to swing in Jordy's direction. Sam goes so crazy that she even pulls Jordy aside and, like, tries to have a, like, so I hear you're throwing me under the fire kind of conversation. And Jordy's like, yeah, just like you are to me. Like, why are we even... Ha he, like, straight yes. up asks her, like, why is this conversation productive? Like, why are we speaking? What's right going now? to come of it? And again, she's being needlessly aggressive and falling back under the smokescreen of we could have worked together, but you scorn that possibility. So now whatever happens is your own fault. Well, other people are having conversations so we can have conversations. It's like, fuck off, Sam. Yeah, I, you know, and I don't want to just rag on Sam all the time. I understand being in that position and nobody's talking to you you start get the inkling and she is somewhat erratically doing things that is not you know it's not doing her any favors but i can understand being in the midst of paranoia like that and even finding yourself talking to jordy just trying to get any bit of info trying to see which way the wind's blowing yeah okay um she scans she's scared but she's hoping that the just all votes on Jordy plan pans out mm -hmm. and we go to tribal on a shot of Jordy saying that it's not the size of the dog in the fight it's the wait no it's not the size of the dog it's not the size of the dog in the fight it's the size of the fight in the dog you said the first part right the first time did I yeah he says something about the power of the dog and then he points <laughs> at a mountain. I'm like, what do you see there, little boy? Yeah. 
let me molest you. Um, it's a tribal. Con, <laughs> Con, Mel, and Jesse enter, but no Shay? Question mark? What? Wah, wah, wah. What's happening? Host does not address Shay's disappearance. Absence. I will admit that when we watch the episode, I'm like, wait, where the fuck is Shay? Did she like <laughs> want to go home or something? I totally fuck forgot about yeah. Purgatory. Yeah. Uh, the host asked Dave if it's going to be a Juicy Tribal. Okay, remind me, how did Dave get the nickname Juicy? I have no idea. I don't know how that happened, but, like, not the person to give it to. They like yuck. Dave is not Juicy at all. No. And they yuck it up with the, like, Dave Juicy comments every episode now. It just seemed to be something that came out of nowhere. Speaking of Dave, he does say that at the challenge today... Jordy exemplified why he is such a threat. There's also someone reveals that Jordy won a car and Jesse's reaction. Oh, is it was great. Pretty great. He's gagged. There's some comment that the goose has never cooked until um, at some point, but not yet. Right, yeah, and like, so, like, it's such a fucking sloppy analogy that he tries to give, Jordy does. And he does say that he, he's found some grand canyon-sized cracks in the strong six that he's hoping to exploit. Sam has this look on her face of just pure displeasure every moment that Jordy remains in the game. Yeah, she definitely is not down to continue playing with Jordy. Jordy calls out the double idol. He's just now openly blasting Sam at tribal in front of everyone. Well, and then he's like, well, show us, Sam. And Sam's like, well, I'll open my bag to the people who are left when we leave here. This was interesting because Jordy does not ask Sam to open her bag. But Sam's like, well, how can I prove it? You want me to open her bag? And then he takes her up on it. He's like, yeah, why don't you do it? And her response is just nonsensical. I'll show my bag to the people who are left post-tribal. After this vote? Why? Yeah, what the fuck? That's such... Everyone should be like, what the fuck? Why? No one really leaps upon that moment. I feel like even Jordy should have like, well, there you go. That's all the proof you need. But instead, he's like, you know, okay, I'm going to be done talking about it. and He seems kind of riled up and upset. Honestly, he's just like frustrated at this whole thing going on with Sam that he's been unable to convince everyone that it's going on. Well, and you hear Mark whisper bullshit to like the person next to him. And it's like, you're totally gaslighting everyone around you. Like you fucking know it. Josh says he's going to stick with Sam and Mark. And Jordy is just, oh, you're going to watch this back and go, oh, my God. Which is, I mean, I can't wait until yeah, the reunion that, oh, when they're I able know. to review some stuff. Well, and Jordy makes the point, like, why haven't I been crazily looking for this other idol then? I know I'm on the chopping block. If 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 Sam doesn't have the idol, wouldn't I have been spending time looking for it? And then Mark's like, oh, look, he's retreating. I hate that. I hate that's the thing. That's the moment for we for where Mark is being an asshole because Jordy's making a great point. And Mark, I don't know. He just has this smug smirk quality to him. I don't know why he feels that Mark, you know, I get it. You're playing the game. You're trying to take the heat off of you. But it just reminds me of like the comments he was making when Alex wanted to be voted Mm -hmm. off of just these declarative narrative 
you know, crafting moments that are a little bit obnoxious, just feel very much like Mark feeling like he's alpha male having to step in, put his hands on the wheel and point the tribe in the direction he wants it to go in. Yeah, I really don't like this like military persona that he puts on sometimes. Hashtag Aussie Karens, Mark and Sam. Um, and yeah, the Oscar goes to Sam. She does do a good job of fully committing to her lie. Yeah. Which I guess at this point you have to. For her yeah. own game, she's gone so far down that path that she has no other choice. True, but it just fucking sucks. It's not like, in my opinion, I don't like watching it. It's not like it doesn't make the game fun for me as a viewer to watch. Yeah. I don't like this like. I don't know if I, I do think it's like a very interesting, it's been lots to talk about. So like, I'm in, I don't like, oh, it, it's ruined the season for me. Oh, no, it's just like. It is a move that I think is like very distasteful. Yeah. They go and vote. No idols are played. God. Could you imagine being them and having another idol, like being the people on like Mark and, and the idol still not being fucking flesh? Because you know he has one. Yeah. I don't know. The votes come in. One vote on Sam. And that means five votes on Jordy. And it's painful. Jesse cries. Jesse cries. He was just, I feel like Jordy was a little too erratic. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he, You got the joker, he says. One more <laughs> joker, time to joker. call himself the joker. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. He has a pretty tactful exit for the most part. But then... At dun, the dun, last dun. minute, the Joker gets the last laugh. It's a double vote, and there's no time to talk. They go and vote right away. Sam Michelle, like, mouths Mark to Josh, and Josh nods. I think it's going to be a marker slam blindside at this point. Sam is the first person to go to vote. Again, no idols played. And then there are two votes on Mark, one vote on Sam, but four votes on KJ. My notes literally go from love this in all caps over to an arrow that says so dumb. What a waste. It feels like a missed opportunity. I would have loved to see Sam also get voted off. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Thinking about how things go moving forward and, you know, that would mean Sam on perjury. Purgatory. Purgatory. Perjury. Who am I, Chrissy? <laughs> uh, yeah, that would mean Sam on purgatory. And I don't know how that would change the dynamics of the game. But we're not beyond the next episode, so I don't know how that fully shakes out anyways. Okay. Well. well uh, <laughs> it's just, it's very stupid to me how dumb Chrissy and Dave are playing. A hundred percent. And then the host, his riddle at the end is, looks like lightning just, strike tw just struck twice. Will you take cover or go into the storm, matey? Dun, dun, dun. And then KJ and Jesse go to purgatory. AKA into the storm. Into the storm. And it's about to storm. Yes. And that's it for episodes 16 and 17. We are going to keep on trying to catch up. We are now beyond the end of the season. Oh fuck. But we're spoiler free. We don't we know who don't has know won. We don't know who wins. We have we've watched episode 18. That's as far as we've gotten. Yes. So we need 18 what is it like 18 19 20? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. We're not too far behind. Okay. Stick with us, keep listening, and we will see you next time. Watch us be gagged. Oh, and follow us at INT SurvivorCast and catch all of our other Shit. Survivor content. And we'll be weak. Woo!